Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 1233 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers Now. Where guests on the show received your certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Maggie and the staff that Oilers now sent you. In the next hour and a half of the show, we'll hear from Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers for the River Cree Resort and Casino. Alan May. Winnipeg, uh, or sorry, uh, Washington Capitals uh, broadcaster, Edmonton area product, played for the Canadian Athletic Club back in the day. And uh, Kurt Hill, the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, who won 11 straight games before the playoffs started, went 5-0-1 against the Medicine Hat Tigers, but Matt Sogard has stood on his head. Series tied 2-2, game 5 tonight at Rogers Place, Edmonton and Medicine Hat. This text comes in from Wes. Wes, I was just wondering if there are any UFA forwards in Europe that the Oilers may be looking at signing to improve the depth. Thanks from Wes. Wes, we will get to that at uh, 1.25 today. But uh, I know yesterday Darren Drager from TSN, and we always like to credit the source, talked a bit about Joe Kim uh, uh, Nygaard out of uh, Farstad. That is where Oscar Clefbaum played. And I'll get you some comments uh, from Oscar Clefbaum about Nygaard and whether or not he thinks he can play in the NHL. And he can. That's all I'm going to tell you. Uh, He can skate. He can fly. Some people have compared him to a Carl Hagelin-like type of player. I know yesterday Drager mentioned Calgary and Ottawa leading the charge. I will tell you the Oilers have uh, gone in and seen him play as well, in fact, in this week. All right, uh, Elliot Friedman joins us right now from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Hi, Elliot. How are you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing this week? Well, not that bad. Good. You know, it's kind of a bizarro year if you're an Oilers hockey fan, Elliot. I mean... You got uh, six players off the top of my head that I can name that have had career years. Uh, yep. You know, McDavid, Dreisaitl, um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Darnell Nurse, Alex Chason, Zach Cassian. But, you know, last night Edmonton played a team that's second in the league in save percentage at 922, and their goaltender stopped 40 shots in the second of a back-to-back. And the orders Before he had to come in in the first game late. Yeah, and, and you know, it just it is the great equalizer. 
And, you know, I think Edmonton's lack of depth at forward, uh, some of the injuries on defense have, have sort of undermined, you know, they're close, but they're on the outside looking in. And when that happens, you know, I, I don't know if it's fair to say what's happened here is a tire fire this season. Like, I think they, I disagree with some of the moves that were made earlier in the year, and I think that that didn't help the depth of the forwards. So uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens moving forward. But uh, bottom line here is it's going to be very difficult for Edmonton to make it at this stage. Yes, I think, you know, I mean, really, Dallas is in now. I think we'd all agree. Yes. It's most likely that, you know, if Colorado wins tonight, I can't see anybody catching them unless they really collapse. I think it really comes down to Colorado and Arizona. Yeah. No, that's fair. And for all of the, you know, I can sit here and talk about, well, you know what, uh, Cam Talbot, stop being a number one goaltender for the Oilers. They traded away a couple of forwards that didn't help. They've been looking for a third-round center. I can do that, and fans go, yada, 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 Bob. How was Arizona this competitive given the injuries they had, and why weren't the Oilers better? And that's that's the other end of the argument, isn't it? Yep, that is the other end of the argument. You know, Talkett's done an unbelievable job. and You know, Darcy Kemper, you won't get any talk for the Vesna. How many goalies have had a better year than him? Nope. Fair comment. He's been uh, he's been terrific. Elliot, uh, you had some pretty interesting comments during the course of uh, and and here's one of the things. Who me? Yes, on your thirty one thoughts. Yes, yeah. you you know darn well who. So as the president, are you the president of the Mike Gillis campaign to be the next GM of Edmonton, or is that Pierre LeBrun? Which one of you guys? You know, it's funny. Like, I, if you listen to the podcast, Bob, you know I got I got one call about it. Since then, I've gotten more. And, look, I just think this, okay? Like I said to one guy who was really giving it to me yesterday after the podcast came out, I said, I only have one goal here. And he said, what's that? And I said, I'm just reporting what I'm hearing, okay? So this is what I heard. I heard that you – I heard that Bob Nicholson – dipped his toe in the water. He asked about Gillis. Should should I interview him? Should I not interview him? And Gillis got some positive and some negative. Yeah. uh, Sorry, Nicholson got some positive and some negative. About Gillis, yes. Mike is a really polarizing guy. Some people really love him. Some people really hate him. And I think that Bob Nicholson's feedback indicated as such. My personal opinion, as I've said to you, is I would interview him. I absolutely would interview him. Because even if he's not your guy, he has got ideas on Mm -hmm. how to run a team in the Western Conference, try some things that are new, and uh, and see where it goes. Why is... Um, I, I would at least listen to the ideas. I, I, hey, you know what? At this stage of the game, there's what's what's wrong with listening to the ideas? That's fine. Now, 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 let me let me just say this too, that I don't think he's going to get interviewed. Uh, I I don't believe my latest information, and this has changed a couple of times here and there, 
but I don't think he's getting interviewed. Is he a self-promoter, or would he have a guy, like he's an agent that, uh, you know, the, my understanding is the Cardinals kind of put him in place there in Vancouver. That is true. In, in front Vancouver, of Vancouver, that did happen. Yeah. Right? And yeah. uh, some have suggested a bit of a self-promoter, because I thought initially when Seattle got mentioned, his name was out there, and that went quiet in a hurry with him yeah. in Seattle. Um, well, I'll, I'll say this. There's no lack of self-promoters in this business, right? I find that hard uh, to believe. <laughs> you know, like, look, like, like there's, like, it, it, I have to say this, Bob, like, just in, in, in the job that we do, mm-hmm. this has been one of the most interesting weeks of my, my career. Why? Okay. Just because the amount of people that contacted me on this. I, I think you know, and, you know, you and I know in the jobs we do, that there are going to be times that we do things and people are going to call you and say, you little so-and-so, this is why I'm pissed off at you this week. Okay? And it happens. I, I don't get little so-and-so. I get, you know, fat didn't play in the NHL so-and-so. That's the one I get. Yeah, but you know what? I, I always, I, I always laugh those things up. Because yeah, I get that too. So, like, you know, like the, like the thing is, is that, you know, and, and that's an occupational hazard. You do this job, yeah. you are going to get people who call you from time to time, and they are mad at you, and that's fine. But I have to say that this week, with the, just the re- reporting on Gillis and trying to get a handle on where it is, um, it's been crazy. I've had people call me who never call me, and there's something about Mike one way or the other that really brings a visceral reaction out of people. And I've listened to it all. I have taken it all into account, and my opinion has not changed. And that is that I don't necessarily believe he's the right guy for the job, but I would listen to him because okay. I'd want to hear what he had to say. Do you think That's he? It? You know, I I actually, if if I recall correctly, I initially thought when they because I know what New Jersey was looking for. Uh, check that. I know what Vancouver was looking for from Edmonton. When uh, they 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 looked at Edmonton's number seven overall pick in the 2013 draft, okay? Yeah. And uh, you know, it was because the Oilers needed a goaltender. Well, that was Schneider from Marincin, a one and a two, right? It was the number seven overall pick, a second in Marincin. Yes. Yep. And at the end of the day, they got the number nine overall pick. Which turned out to be Bo, Bo Horvat, who I really yeah, liked pick. that year in the draft. Yeah, great pick. Yep. He's, a, he's a good pick. So I thought Gillis did a good job in that trade. But if I was to assess the overall, you know, with Vancouver, the Sedins were acquired by the Burke. Brian Burke. Kessler was acquired by Burke. To me, that was the heart of that team. Um, the goaltending situation. Known as Scott Luongo. Yeah, and how did the Luongo Schneider situation ultimately play out? Yeah, but you know what? Like, I realize that those guys did a good job. Like, the, the bottom line is, how do they draft over the six years? No, no, okay, stop for a second, Bob. Like, every GM has their goods and bads. Okay, <laughs> the bottom line is this: they were in a, what Gillis did that I thought was really interesting, that was successful, is that. He brought in a new way of taking care of your team, from the sleep to the travel. And that stuff was so good that everybody does it now. 
he was on the cutting edge of that kind of a thing. And the number one thing that we are scratching the surface at this point in time is how we take care of our players. Mm -hmm. And we, I mean, teams. Like, that is where we're going. It's the wearable technologies. It's the data, the tracking that's going to be coming out in the next year. That's where the sport is going. And when you're in Edmonton, one of the handicaps you have is you have some of the toughest travel in the league. And that's the kind of thing that I would be asking him about is, like, you know, how would you travel if you were us? How would you determine our practice schedule? How do we make sure we're getting the most out of our players? That's the kind of stuff. And you know what? That stuff is becoming just as important now as your drafting and everything else. Oh, I, I, I don't and that's the kind of stuff that I would want to hear at it. Sure. And I also think they did some stuff on the analytics side, and I think the Oilers, Shirelli yes. moved away a bit from that in, after 2015. I mean, they had Dark Horse Analytics and Tyler Dello, and by the 2016 draft, those guys were a non-factor. Uh, the Oilers have an internalized group. I don't know if they have quite the same... Well, they certainly don't have the same pedigree that Tyler had as an example, and Tyler is not always, you know, he's his, he's a unique guy. So anyway, here, here's I don't want to make this all about Mike Gillis. There's other good. Why candidates. not? It's like it's like it's unbelievable this week. Yeah, I like I gotta tell you honestly, Bob, it has been a wild week. Like there's like his name. I don't know what it is. It really okay, but something, something went. Something happened with him in Seattle. Maybe they just told him you're not getting the job, but it went quiet because initially he was linked to Seattle. Uh, yeah, but we link. But the thing is, like, we link everybody everywhere. So five years. Why do, you, why do you think this whole thing started this week? Because we were asking around, like, who are the candidates? Is there any yeah. chance this guy's a candidate? Fuck. And I will tell you this: the other thing too is Bob. He has so many people, which he should do. I've got no problem with that. That his name came up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about some other candidates, and I actually want to reference a piece that Mark Spector wrote. He mentioned Pat Verbeek, and and I have not. And at this stage of the game, maybe there's no wrong answers, but I not thought of Pat Verbeek. So, what do you think of Pat Verbeek? I, I think absolutely his name has been uh, brought up to, to Nicholson. I, I do think that was the name, one of the names that was suggested to him in the search. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me at all if he got interviewed uh, for a position there. I think the, the biggest question I have is if Iserman goes to Detroit, I think he might want to take Verbeek with him. So that might be one of your bigger challenges in terms of uh, getting uh, and getting him. But yes, I do think he's a guy who's been placed onto. Uh, uh, Nicholson's radar. I think. Uh, By the way, uh, who put who? hundred percent right. Who? Uh, who? Like sometimes I know in Batman's case, he plays a factor, right? For for yeah. potential owners, right? Do you think that's occurred here? I'm sure that he's asked. Like I said, he, he's asked everybody, so I'm sure he's asked. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Eiserman himself who did this one. What's that? Got Verbeek suggested Verbeek. Yeah. Like you're asking me for my like my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if Eiserman made the suggestion himself. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Interesting times. You never know who'll call you during the course of your show, Elliot. It's been an interesting day. Who uh, called you? Oh, my wife. I forgot. I got to get milk on the way home. Yeah, you're a liar. You're a terrible liar. Am I? Yes. Just awful. Uh, yeah. Well. 
Anyhow, uh, if you were bragging about somebody calling your show, no offense to Mr. Stopper, who are you, must be the saint of the earth. She is. There's the saint. no way you'd be talking about your wife. This is all I know is this is a it's a very intriguing time here at Edmonton to watch. Um, it's funny because Brian Burke was on yesterday and he thinks absolutely that Keith Kretzky has to get an interview. And he also, I, I 100% agree with that. I, I, I 100% agree. And with that. I believe that most Edmontonians can understand that just because your last name is Gretzky, it doesn't preclude you from being capable of doing something. And you know what? We're, we're suggesting guys like, there's guys like Ross Mahoney from Washington and worked in the yep. league for years. There's Kelly McCrimmon, uh, who, who I, you know, if I was Seattle, I'd be, I mean, given the Vegas experience, absolutely, right? Uh, but Kelly yep. McCrimmon, uh, three years in the NHL, four years in the NHL for Mark Hunter. And there's Keith, he's worked 18 years in the league for three different organizations. Some would say, you know, that's, and, and is known as a grinder and emphasizes skill, which is the greatest issue Edmonton has, is a lack of support skill at forward and not enough skill on the fence because they went down a path with somebody who had carte blanche to do so. That's interesting. It's interesting. You know, what I li- you know what I like about, I'll tell you this, I don't really know Keith Brevsky that well. You know what I like about uh, him and this whole thing? Like there has been an absence of him campaigning. Yeah, I mean, people have campaigned on his behalf, and and I've heard he's he's uh, he's going to get an interview. I think he's a part of this process. But I'll tell you this: I have seen some people absolutely campaign for jobs at these openings, yeah. especially when you're the incumbent. And as far as I can tell, he hasn't done it. I like that. There's another guy that's got a connection to Gillis. That's working for a very progressive organization. That's been oh working. Lawrence Gilman. Yes. I don't know. Like I, I just don't know. Like I, 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 I would have to assume his name has come up too. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Like one of the things is he just got to Toronto. Yeah. I don't know. Like there, like there are some people who believe that when you just get to an organization, you know, you know, maybe you're not that eager to leave. I, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I assume that he's going to be part of the process. Like I, I have a feeling we're going to know next week. Maybe the week after, at the latest, you know, kind of who's on this list and who the serious contenders might be. Um, but I just don't know if, it, like, to me, the biggest question about him is: Is he going to be so anxious to leave Toronto after he just got there? Okay, I want to switch focus. Yeah, um, it's pretty amazing what McDavid and I. You know what? People say, well, stats are for losers, Stoffer, and look where the Oilers are. It's a different game now with 31 teams in the league and 16 making it than when 21 teams were in the league and 16 were making it. Uh, but the combination of McDavid and Drysaddle, man, it's, it's, it's been fun to watch. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're dynamite together, really talented guys. Uh, no, no question about it. Um, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, I, I still think, you know, I still think at some point in time, the Drysaddle is going to have to anchor his own line probably more than he does now. But well, now while you're just playing to, in a lot of ways, to entertain your 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 fans, go for it. Like you know, why not? Um, I mean, they are really talented and really great to watch together. And I don't know how anybody can't like watching that. 
Yeah, well, it's uh, we're privileged in our roles to, you know, for Jack and myself to be able to watch every game. And, I mean, the play Connor made last night, I mean, that's just... That's ridiculous. You know, it's it's interesting to me, like, you remember a couple of years ago, Hurdle did that in the four-goal game, and, and guys were ripping him, and now we're seeing that move tried more often. Different generation, Elliot. Yeah, he started a trend. Yeah, absolutely. Boston University going to have anybody left off their team? Wow, I mean that's uh, that's that's unreal. All those guys going pro, they'll just have to find a bunch of new players to uh, to get on their club. Yeah, kind of. And like- you know, and McCarr likely goes to Denver after this is all over. Yep. Uh, when because they're playing, I guess this afternoon, and if they win, then not then he stays. But if they lose, he's going to be an avalanche pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it's going to be. I mean, it's it's interesting times. I I think there's. There's a few players that could be rushed and joining the NHL. I mean, Hughes had an unbelievable play last night on one of the goals, the one that Besser scored against uh, against uh, L.A. So I know Vancouver is obviously excited, and we've got two late games tomorrow night, and one is theirs and the other is yours, and we'll be curious about watching him. All right, one final one for you. I, got, I want to circle back to Toronto. Is, is Leafs Nation going to lose it if they don't get past Boston, or have they already – because I actually think they can win the series, but – you know, is is the mindset there like, oh, we're just drawing the wrong team and we're not going to get this thing done against these guys? Well, there's a lot of complaining about the playoff structure. There's no question yeah. about that. Um, you know, I, I think people are concerned. Uh, I think Boston's really good. Like, like to me, like if I'm seeding the teams in the playoffs right now, you know, Tampa's obviously number one, but number two is probably them or Washington. Uh, I might take them. I think they're really deep. I think they're really good. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people here concerned that this matchup is is not going to be a good thing for Toronto, particularly the way they're entering the playoffs. They're not playing very well. You know, they played uh, Philadelphia on Wednesday. They had, one, they had one goal against where they didn't touch the puck for 45 seconds. So they're not playing defensively really well, and you can feel the worry in the city. But I think they're complaining about the playoff structure as much as they're complaining about anything else. I lied. I want to ask you about two teams, Philadelphia and Buffalo. Do you think they're going to be looking for new head coaches this summer? You know, I think one of the things that's going to be interesting is, you know, Joel Quenville can only go to one place. Yeah. Uh, Dave Tippett, if he does come back and coach, you know, he can only go to one place. Todd McClellan can only go to one place. Alain Vigneault can only go to one place. So my question is going to be, these teams, do they sit there and say no change until somebody drops on their lap? Like, let's say it's Philadelphia for argument's sake. Do they say Scott Gordon, or or they not make a change at the end of the year, Scott Gordon stays, and then wait to see if they get somebody? Like, I wonder if that's going to be the summer situation. Like, nobody's, like, especially Buffalo, um, and it seems like that. Do they say, you know, we're keeping our guy, and then they do is they they go out there and they say, okay, Joel Quenville interested coming to us, Dave Tippett coming to us, and if the answer is no, do they just keep their guy for the time being? I that was the situation that was proposed to me last night. We'll see if that ends up being the case. Wonderful stuff, Elliot. Thanks for your time, Bob. It is always great to chat with you, no matter whose fan club I'm running this week. It's always great to chat with you. At least we know where you're coming from. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, you purple Mustang, you. All right.
right. See you later, you wimpy golden bear. Hey, I saw your coach, by the way. Actually, I didn't see your coach because uh, I was flying back that day, but he was, Clark Singer was uh, out west here. He was over at the uh, practice facility one day, so there you have it. Oh, he was, eh? Good guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good guy. See you later. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. That's Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers, courtesy of the River Creek Resort and Casino. This fall, join the president of New West Travel, Dennis Laliberti, on an exclusive visit to Italy and Greece on a spectacular 16-day holiday. Starts with a nine-day tour of Italy, visiting the beautiful cities of Rome, Florence, and Venice with daily guided tours. Then board NCL Cruise Lines for a spectacular seven-night Greek island cruise, including meals, nightly entertainment, a private sunset dinner, and gorgeous Santorini, plus parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. There's only a few sets uh, seats left, sets of seats left, so book now. Call New West Travel or visit New West travel.com off to a when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Global news, weather, traffic update with Cassandra Jodwan. When we come back, Alan May from the Washington Capitals TV broadcast. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.